0: hi i'm mark
1: and i'm mary
0: and welcome to our foster parenting experience welcome back hey welcome back to you mary
1: yeah so we were on vacation
0: yeah and we got back when did we get? sunday right
1: got back sunday it's now friday it's been a busy week
0: yeah uh well, we talked about it even before we left. Inevitably, if we're going on vacation, you have real estate stuff come up.
1: Yep, that's true. And I did, and it's continued. So. Yeah. and I, is good.
0: And I had a busy week at work just uh, getting caught up on things. And
1: Oh, and we have three kids under five. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Such a little time consuming. Um, Let's jump right into our topic tonight we want to talk about. Vacationing with a foster child. So, first off, there's kind of an assumption, or you have to decide, are you taking your foster child on vacation with you? Did we have to deliberate about this? No. No.
1: Nor did we deliberate about taking any of our other children.
0: <laughs> no. Maybe we, Maybe we should have.
1: Maybe we should have. No,
0: no. We had we had a, we had a great time. But uh, I, I know from other stuff, uh, other stories we've heard and stuff that sometimes uh, families don't take their foster kids on vacation.
1: Um, Yeah, I think it depends on the situation. If mm -hmm. Our social worker basically said, like if a child who's placed with you is really close to reunifying and going on vacation with the foster family would be disruptive to visits, then they wouldn't recommend it. Mm -hmm. But that's not our case. And so there was no question that he would come with us. I mean, he's one of our kids.
0: No, no. I mean, even... If we even thought about it just a, a little bit, it, I would have been more concerned about leaving him with somebody else with a, a yeah, no. a, what's it called, a respite care, I and it I would not enter, have been okay with that. No, it no. didn't
1: enter our mind. It did enter my mind whether we should go on vacation, like should our whole family stay home from vacation, mm-hmm. because we were afraid that it could possibly be disruptive, he's just getting into a routine here, and um just a little bit on his background, he's lived in a couple places, not foster placements, but um, he's lived in a couple places in his 15 months. And so I just thought, oh, is, you know, staying in a house for another week, is he going to think, oh, we moved again? Like, but we had already agreed to go, Mm -hmm. and we were pretty committed, and so we just said he's coming along. We went (laughs) for it,
0: right. So, first of all, obviously, if you're going to take a foster Child on vacation with you, you can't just up and go you out of state
1: for, if it's going to be out of state.
0: Right, right. You got to ask for permission. What about out of country?
1: Out of country, I think is a little bit more of a process. I don't even know because you'd have to get a passport for them. Well, and I it, don't know that you could.
0: Let's just direct any listeners we have to the ultimate resource, Tim and Wendy. Tim and Wendy, <laughs> they talk about this at length. And oh,
1: that's I vaguely remember.
0: that. I don't want to say it's impossible, but. They started to go down that route at one point, and it just meant so many dead ends that they had to give it up. Yeah.
1: I mean, let's just say, for example, at the pediatrician last week, or this week with Leland, they asked me his social security number. And I was like, um,
0: uh, uh I I don't
1: know. (laughs) They asked a lot of questions I didn't know the answer to. But all that to say, I think it could be difficult to get the documentation you would need. Yeah,
0: yeah. And understandably so. Taking a foster child out of the country, I mean, that is a very different thing than just even going out of state like we did.
1: And anyone who would board a plane with three children under five would God be bless you. out of their mind. You yeah, know? yeah. We sure wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Well, we don't think so, but <laughs> who knows what will come unless up in somebody, the future.
1: Unless somebody dies or gets married, we're sticking to home. Right. But anyway, we did have to get permission.
0: Uh, so first we talked to our agency. Mm-hmm. They were fine with it, but... We also need to get permission from a parent. Yes, Which makes sense.
1: So we asked our social worker who forgot to ask his mom before she went on vacation for a week.
0: And and then she she, was transitioning, right?
1: Yeah. Then he switched social workers. And -hmm. one week, the new social worker had never met mom, who can be somewhat hard to get in contact with at points. Mm -hmm. So we were a little nervous that it would be hard to reach her or that she would say no.
0: And if she if the, if the parents say no you still have options because a judge can overrule them right
1: yeah they the social worker can go to a judge and get a court order to say that the child is allowed to vacation with you i mean it would be it would be sad if it had to come to that but right and we were worried just, about
0: time constraints too yeah. if it, if it was going to go down that path were we going to have enough time this new social worker et cetera? thankfully that all worked out okay
1: yeah mom said Fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's okay with it, which was great. So far, interactions with his mom have
0: been good. Yeah, positive. they've been positive. Yeah, yeah. So, we got the green light. He's going on vacation with us. We were excited. We planned to leave Friday morning early, but with real estate stuff and everything else, yeah. we left, what, it was like 1 o'clock? Like
1: 1 o'clock, which was okay.
0: Yeah, we, we we split our trip. We were going down to the Outer Banks, and we split it, the trip into a two-day Travel time, just to minimize the craziness. I'm really glad we did. Yes. So let's talk about traveling. How was Leland in the car?
1: Leland was excellent. Not. Not. <laughs> no. Um, he wasn't great. He wasn't terrible. On the way down, I think he fussed most of the way, at least Friday night.
0: Yeah, Friday fuss, night was tough for him. And I was
1: like handing him toys constantly and he ate a thousand Gerber puffs and um it was rough. He was never screaming.
0: No, but a lot of yeah, a lot of fussing and you know, we were certainly want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, first of all, he's he's one. Traveling's hard. Two, we don't know if he's ever really traveled much. Uh, no. as far as having to sit in a car seat for long that this might have been a totally new experience for him
1: but i think for any i mean he's not really young enough to watch dvds our older two boys uh will pretty much be glued to the dvd player which yeah is awesome in the car
0: it's awesome for us
1: yeah it's yeah. awesome for them too they love it
0: well yeah i mean the, the zombie looks from them kind of freak yes. freak me out yeah but, uh, they do but it's worth it.
1: It's better than the whining. Oh, yeah, it's better than the whining. And so Leland is not really, you know, he didn't really pay attention to watching Peter Pan and How to Train Your Dragon ad nauseum. So he had a little bit of a rough time, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: we made it. We've had worse trips And with, it, us, with I, our other boys. We definitely have had worse.
0: Oh, yeah. And I definitely thought he did better as the trip went on. Um, Our second day of travel down there and then coming back. And that's not to say there wasn't the, the fussing and the whining and that it wasn't difficult to entertain them. All that still remained true. But I I guess I was just really expecting the worst. And I thought it could have been worse.
1: Yeah, you did okay.
0: Yeah. Now, we had another challenge. And these are the challenges. We, we knew about this, but it wasn't even something you can really plan for. You just kind of deal with it. And that is... All five of us sleeping in the same room when we stayed at the hotel, and then also when we were down.
1: Yeah, we were all the, sharing a bedroom. Cause I'm not sure if we mentioned, but it wasn't just us. It was my entire family, and I have four brothers, mm-hmm. two of whom are married. Two One, of so, whom brought
0: significant others? Yeah,
1: the other two brought significant <laughs> others, and my oldest brother has two kids also.
0: Yeah. I think so it was were, 17 people total? Yeah. Five
1: yeah. of them were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the kids, the grandkids. So it was a full house. It was a big house. I mean, there was room, wow, was but our awesome family house. was mm-hmm. all in one room, partly because our five-year-old son, Ethan, was a little bit afraid to sleep that's in right. the bunk beds with his cousins, which is ironic because we've gotten bunk beds this week for Ethan and Ezra, and he loves them.
0: It's the greatest thing like, that's ever happened to him.
1: He's obsessed.
0: with them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was a little scary. It was on a different floor than we were yeah, so we were all five in one bedroom.
0: hmm So, <laughs> so we we went through this routine the first night in the hotel that Friday night on our drive down. Of uh, first of all, like we said, uh, Ethan and Ezra did pretty well in the car because they're watching movies and playing with toys and stuff. But then when they get out, they're super hyper, mm-hmm. running around like crazy and stuff. We're trying to get them to quiet down. We're trying to create a soothing, quiet environment for Leland to go to sleep and. Um, it, it worked, it worked, but it takes a while to get them to stop flopping around in bed, stop talking. Oh my goodness. No matter how many times we tell them to stop talking, they just keep, you know, they'll be quiet for a few seconds and then they will be like, mom, I want a drink or. Yeah. Um.
1: Yeah. It's always a challenge. It's just sad because I love hotels. I would live in a hotel. <laughs> I used to travel a lot for my job. Yeah. And staying in hotels was
0: but uh, thankfully, we were we were able to rock Leland to sleep. And
1: uh, we let me just clarify, Mark. Mark was a superstar. I do not think I put any of our children to bed one time on vacation. Uh, Mark pretty much put them all to bed all the time, every nap, every bedtime.
0: Well, wow. so
1: props to you. Thank
0: you. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. It just he um, he seemed to calm down with me, uh, Leland specifically seemed to calm down with me a little bit better and so we just kind of kept going with what worked yeah Um, he
1: gets he tends to get more riled up if i come in
0: mm -hmm. so we did get him to sleep at the hotel and we didn't have a great night's sleep because definitely they went to bed way later than they should have and um with us all being in the same room ezra who always wakes up at quarter to six or six a.m he's
1: like yeah, top of the morning.
0: Uh, I did my best to keep him quiet, and he, he kind of cooperated. But, you know, we were all up by 6.15 or 6.30, I think. And then, as Mary talked about, at the beach, we were all in the same room. Uh, we put Leland in a crib, which he had never slept in before, but he seemed okay with it. Like a with... crib Yeah. He yeah. does,
1: just to clarify, he does sleep in a crib every night. He's yes. n- had never slept oh, yeah. in a quarter crib before.
0: Right, so that was a change, obviously the location is a huge change um, yeah just, I, I mean I do feel bad it was a lot of adjustments for him to make yeah um, and it definitely was more challenging than putting him to bed here, way more challenging uh, here we kind of got a a routine of we, we don't have to rock him to sleep we let him kind of put himself down and that's been nice and
1: yeah, he talks. And yeah, he's not sometimes upset. Sometimes he'll fuss a little, but very briefly, and he puts himself to sleep.
0: Yeah, but there with the porta crib, do you remember this? Because we put it in the bathroom. Yeah,
1: did we mention in our limited space the porta crib? Our bedroom had a bathroom. It was like a mass, multiple master bedrooms at this house. So our bedroom had a bathroom. It was a good size, but put a porta crib in it. Mm. Mm.
0: And do you remember he could stick his legs through the slats? And then he'd push off the wall off the and wall. like push the crib across, you know, the floor, or he'd be thumping his feet on the top of the you know the closed toilet lid and <laughs> so letting him put Hopefully himself in not down...
1: violating any uh standards of living here no. for foster kids by letting her sleep in the bathroom.
0: But yeah, it just couldn't let him put himself down. He would just entertain himself too much. And,
1: mm-hmm. and, and... the mirror. He could see in the mirror if right. he stood up in
0: the crib. Uh so that was a change, and that was definitely tough for me. I, I felt I did spend I felt a lot of time in our bedroom, uh, rocking him to sleep, and then also just laying with our other boys, trying to get them to calm down. Thankfully, they had the door barrier in between them, but still, just you know, getting them to calm down and go to sleep. Um, and,
1: stay asleep.
0: and stay. And stay. And then they
1: still woke up early. Yeah, yeah.
0: They Which did. and
1: then we were trying to keep them quiet in house with you know like. 15 other people um, who don't necessarily want to wake up at 6 a.m. every day on vacation. Mm-hmm. You'd think that they would to get, I said, to get the most out of vacation, they should get up at 6, but they didn't really see it
0: that no, way. No, they definitely did not.
1: <laughs> Neither did I, actually.
0: No. Um, what else was challenging? Ah, uh, well... Having Leland at the house was kinda of challenging too.
1: Yeah, it was like a three story beach house. So they're kind of tall and yeah, just lots of stairs. There were lots mm-hmm. and lots of stairs. And there was a baby gate, so on the top floor. It was okay.
0: But, well, but like, seventeen people moving through the house. Yeah, we couldn't
1: really keep the gate up no. and it's not baby proof. There was no outlet covers. There's like decorations, places. It it oh. was tough.
0: And we, and we brought a bunch of toys, but obviously you can only take bored so many of toys. of toys
1: we brought within the first 15 minutes of the car ride. Yeah. So Leland actually reached a point that he would get angry if he saw me, like, <laughs> trying to uh, calm him with a toy. It was like he bat it out of my hand, like, don't you dare. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a little tough.
0: And it was tough then at the house, too, because like you said, he they're already bored he was already bored with the toys. And so a lot of times when we were hanging out back at the house, it was just him just crawling across the room as fast as he could and opening up any cabinet he could get into mm-hmm. and just pulling stuff out. which
1: Trying to get like the remote control or somebody's computer or toys of the bigger kids like they're like they playing cards. And mm-hmm. Just then, I don't know if we've mentioned Leland sometimes has a little bit of a temper where he'll... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah, just so if you stop him from
0: doing what he wants, he's yeah. really frustrated.
1: So that was that was challenging to keep him busy at the house. But mostly, we were at the beach. If we were mm-hmm. awake.
0: Yeah. And beach went pretty good.
1: He is fearless. Yeah. He yeah, totally like fearless. Crawling as fast as a baby could crawl into oncoming waves, and we would just have to, like, pluck him up before it hit him in the face. And yeah. he'd do that. A thousand times a day, he mm-hmm. had a great time. We did get to kind of trade off with some of my family members, so
0: oh, they were great with helping us with the kids yeah. all week my long. My dad especially really kind
1: of seemed to bond with Leland. Yeah, and at one point he said to me, "This kid's busy. He's squirming. How do you do this all day?" And I was like, "Thank you. Yes. How do I do, do it, it all to know?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a busy. He's a busy kid, and I think especially because he's not quite walking, he's still crawling everywhere so like hot sand I mean he has to be carried and he doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily want to be carried he wants to be the man mm-hmm. um, so it was interesting but he loved the beach and our other boys are awesome I mean they yeah. love
0: the water and yeah so th- that was really really fun the and fun. Uh, Leland even fell asleep on us a couple times down at the beach which was nice so that we didn't always have to go back to the hotel or right, not the hotel but the the house where we were staying so he ate about
1: nice. a pound and a half of
0: sand. Yes, he did. Which is, I mean, so did our boys when they were one the first time they went to the beach. Yeah. I yeah. think
1: the first bite. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, honey, um, did we have to do anything like take Leland to the emergency room or anything like that throughout oh, the week? that's right.
0: I think you did take him to the emergency room. <laughs> I think room. I
1: did spend one morning, entire morning. Um... Yeah, Leland sometimes has a little bit of trouble breathing. Is maybe a little strong. He has a wheezing sound when he breathes, Mm
0: -hmm. and And sometimes the coughing, it like it's like he he just can't.
1: It sounds terrible because he can't clear his throat, Mm -hmm. and so he coughs so hard to try to clear his throat, which I think makes it sound like a worse cough than he actually has. But so anyway, we were concerned. He'd been up in the night crying, seemed to be wheezing a little bit. We were going to take him to the emergency room, but he calmed. So then in the morning, uh, it wasn't even that it was an emergency. It was that we thought he had an ear infection because he was kind of like flailing his head and pulling in his ears. Mm-hmm, right. And we thought uh, the urgent care center didn't take his insurance. And so that the only option was the emergency room to see if he had an ear infection. And I'm sure other moms can relate of when you have a fussy, sleepless child that you sort of hope that they have an ear in- like. Just that there's an explanation and that there's something you can do about
0: it. I was, I mean, I for one was convinced and was also remembering times with our older boys where they seemed inconsolable wow. and were so upset and we couldn't figure out what was wrong and then, you know, eventually went to the emergency room and then, of course, I feel terrible. More like the doctor. Yeah. Week.
1: I think it only happened once that we
0: went to the emergency right, room. Right. With, yeah, with Ethan in the middle of the night, but where I felt terrible afterwards because they were suffering and I didn't yeah. realize it. And yeah. so I was convinced that was the case here.
1: I was too. And he really seemed to be wheezing. And yeah, I thought it was going to be something. Like I thought maybe he had pneumonia Well, we go to the emergency room. And it was really calm when we got there. And I thought, sweet, like cute little baby. We are in and out of here in 30 minutes. And you'll be with, back
0: at the beach with us. Yeah, an antibiotic
1: yeah. for pneumonia or whatever they do for it. Well, four hours later, there had been like, I think there was a car accident or something that delayed all, you know, people being able to treat Leland, who, it turned out, was diagnosed with a cold. They, they That's used right, a, folks. A cold. A cold. That's it. <laughs> um, His paper said upper respiratory infection. And then in parentheses it said commonly referred to as a cold. So, yeah. That was not my brightest moment as a mother, but we were worried and there wasn't, certainly if we'd been home, I just would have called the pediatrician. We wouldn't have gone to the emergency room, but we didn't want him suffering on vacation. So, and they did give, they did actually treat him with breathing treatments and which we do at home anyway, but some more, um, yeah, some stronger ones and some oil steroid. It did help. It it
0: helped right away. He slept so much better the next night. So So it was, it it wasn't all in vain. But it was, bad it was a bad cold. cold. It was. But yeah, like you said, that was not on the uh, planning agenda for our vacation. It took operation. a really long
1: time. If you've ever tried to entertain a 15 month old in a 10 by 10 room with two toys for four hours, um, let me know how that went for you. It didn't go great for me. No, no. Where you don't want him to touch anything because it's all germy so.
0: or expensive.
1: Or expense. By the end, I could have cared less about that. I'd let him play with (laughs) anything he wanted if I didn't think he was going to get sicker from it.
0: Yeah. So overall, definitely a good trip. We we did have a moment halfway through where we just kind of looked at each other and said, Wow, in some ways, this vacation is more stressful than being at home. Oh, yeah. Just because you're taking your kids and routine... And taking their routines away from them and putting uh-huh. them in a strange place and stretching bedtimes. And...
1: Yeah, it's like everything that makes our life easier at home, like baby gates, outlet plugs, booster seats, step stools, lots of toys, routine, mm-hmm. like, all of that's gone. And, I mean, the beach was awesome, and that's yeah. kind of made up for the lack of routine and the lack of, you know, new food and mm-hmm. everything that kids have a hard time with. But, overall, it was... It was worth it. I'd say it was. Yeah, it was, it was definitely good.
0: But definitely it was not
1: relaxing. But it was good.
0: But as far as foster care specific, I mean, we did do we did do as much as we could. I think to try to minimize. I mean, it was it was transitions for Leland. No matter how you slice it, and it was a different place and all that stuff we talked about already. But we did bring, you know, his, his, the blankets that he sleeps. Yeah, we with. brought his bedding you know all that to try to make it feel as familiar as possible and I, I, I think that definitely helped because a lot of times when i when i would lay him down he'd kind of you know bear hug his yeah. blanket and he stuff likes,
1: he likes his blanket
0: um but it was it was definitely a challenge i mean a lot of the stuff we've talked about in this podcast we really is not foster specific yeah. it's just and the challenges yeah. of taking young children on uh vacation but i
1: think as is the case with so many things with a child in foster care, you're always questioning, is this because they've had trauma? Or is it, this is just a developmental stage, or this is just their personality, or this is just normal, basically.
0: And we've been having that conversation more and more frequently, I feel like, in the past couple weeks. And I'm sure it started because we disrupted the routines he had settled in here with us mm -hmm. at home. Yeah, it's,
1: it's never like... Is this just teething, or is this like because he had a visit and he like mm-hmm. it's just always and and especially because he's one, I I just have no idea what, yeah, what kind of behaviors we would look for. I mean, it's certainly traumatic to him, but he mm-hmm. has no language. And,
0: yeah, yeah, and we and who knows? Yes, we we have two older boys. We've been through the one stage before, but. Yes, sometimes things feel different, uh, but it's hard to question how much of that is based off of his experience and how much of it is just because he. I feel like he's been here a long time, but it still has only been two months. Almost two months. You know, which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't real long yet, and that he's still adjusting and mm-hmm. and stuff.
1: But I do overall. I mean. Today, for instance, he wanted to be held pretty much from when he got up from his nap to when he went to bed, and he was fussy. I mean, he... Even
0: when we would hold him, he would... He
1: is, seems to be very fussy recently, and who knows if it's teeth. I don't know if it is because we went on vacation. But our boys, I mean, when they were one, I definitely remember you walking through the door from work I and mean, being like, here, take this. Yep, absolutely. I can't hold it another second.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: So, mostly, I'd say like 90%.
0: Yeah, it probably, but it'll definitely be interesting uh, continuing as we go forward. It, we'll constantly be asking these same questions of ourselves yeah. and looking at it. It'll be interesting what other stuff might emerge or, or not emerge. But
1: Yeah, but what, like, developmentally? Is it because he's had, yeah, some things going on? Or is this just where he would be because of his genetics? Because, you know.
0: Yeah, all that stuff. It'll
1: always be a mystery. Yeah. One of the many joys of foster fostering
0: absolutely
1: no i say it, there are many joys to foster parenting
0: oh yeah absolutely we love it. now he's... Yeah, he's been a great blessing to our family and um yeah that's definitely a good note to end on because we've definitely talked about a lot of the challenges tonight and stuff but we are just so thankful that he's in our lives
1: yeah i mean he very much feels he is one of our children there's no differentiation
0: yeah Well, we welcome your thoughts, comments, feedback on anything we've discussed tonight or suggestions for future topics. Please visit our blog at ourfosterparentingexperience.wordpress.com and stay tuned for another episode in the coming weeks. See ya. Bye.